hello, hello, and welcome to Injected Podcast, where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. That sounded very weird, so I'm so sorry, but yeah. It sounded Hiya. genuine. <laughs> Did it? That's yeah. nice. Yeah. That's good. Um, yeah, hi everyone, welcome. Make sure that you leave us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcast, and use the hashtag Injected Podcast on Twitter. Yep, yep. Yep. I'm Alexandra. And I'm Diana. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, how is everyone doing this week? I'm good. I'm just tired. I, I've been doing a lot of socialising and my social battery is still high, but my body, it's it, it needs it's a rest. Yeah. Catch, catching up on you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know them ones. Yeah. I know but, them ones. But life's good. Do you feel like, do you feel like the sun kind of helps revitalize you to be able to socialize more yeah 100 percent. and the fact that it's it's light later it makes me want to do things in the evenings like if i'm in the office mm-hmm. i'll be i'll go out for a drink because it's not cold and it, the sun's out and yeah. you know it's golden hour and you're like oh i could do with a drink after today or like even just going out for food and stuff the sun definitely makes me spend more time around people um because mm-hmm. like i hardly i don't know about you but in the summer i'm hardly watching films or like tv shows or anything really I, i'm spending a lot of my time outside or meeting up with people i've noticed because i've been i've had so many things on my list that i'm like i really do want to watch stuff but i'm just not getting around to it and when i'm mm-hmm. in bed it's just like oh i'll watch something comfortable but i don't want to start something yeah. new i feel like the summer isn't the time for like watching a good series no, or like, getting stuck into things like that is that is definitely for the winter time i feel like the summer is for trash tv that you don't need to pay attention yes. to like even, even like how love island love island you can dip in and out of mm. you know it's not too much to concentrate on whereas in the winter it's like okay you're ready to just kind of sit in bed lie in bed and just be hooked on something mm. um yeah you know what i was thinking the other day mm. Um, and I know I said I didn't really want Ooh. another season of this program, but I was thinking about, you know, you. Yeah. Like, I'm excited for the new season because it's just, I just feel like I don't care for the season, but I just like the hype of watching the program yeah, in the winter. Yeah, a hundred percent. I feel like with you, we don't really have that many like gripping thriller shows that are like current yeah. and like not shit like the storylines aren't shit and predictable we don't have many of them and you it's like yeah. the main guy is such a great great character all the sideline characters are good characters yes. we don't get that they enough are good yeah it is and as well like i must say no because actually it wasn't that because we enjoyed the second season of you we didn't not enjoy it mm. but was it the second or third season the third what season one. is this? i think it's the third third one came out season three yeah you're right so yeah so we didn't not enjoy season three and it was just it's just funny how with the even with the sideline characters how at the end we liked them and stuff Mm. like that and it's just like it's just crazy just thinking like oh it was just such good watching even though it was Mm -hmm. annoying at the time it was still good watching yeah and just end as well i'm sorry like the whole thing was a twist like it was Mm. a twist because it's like who would have thought that that bitch would have been crazier than he is and <laughs> and like actually come out like he, like she is the crazy one it's yeah. madness yeah 
It's true. Oh, there's just not enough of these shows. And like, remember when Squid Game yeah. came out and how amazing that time was? It's like yeah. that time of year is just so great for good TV. Literally, literally. I just, it is, it is such a good mm. time for good TV. That's oh, why nothing's dropping at the moment, probably. Like, there's no, no nothing decent. They can't drop stuff in. No. They can't drop stuff stuff in the summer because no. like no one is on the hype. No one's inside to be watching it no. as well. Like, no one wants to watch it. Every like. Everyone is inside in the winter because it's cold, it's dark. You don't want to be outside because it's because it's cold and dark, mm. raining and all of that. Whereas in the summertime, it's not the time for us to be sitting inside. We want to be doing skin out. We want to be outside. Mm. Like summertime is the time for trashy programs kind of yeah. thing that you yeah. don't have to pay attention to. But yeah, I'm, I feel like I'm. That's that's what's making me excited for the end of summer but mm. at the same time I feel like my hot girl summer has been delayed <laughs> like just this whole moving business is just mm. like I just haven't had a chance to hot girl summer I don't have any holidays booked which is also depressing for me mm. <laughs> but, but I've booked everything time. for my birthday now like you you can book something when the summer's over that's what I'm thinking. I'm yeah. thinking maybe November time. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll probably have to be another quick another quick weekend trip or something. But mm. I'm thinking November. Um, yeah, yeah. Which isn't too bad. And then like if I so if I go away in November, then I would have got my four trips in a year. Oh yeah. Wait, where have you been? So yeah. Paris, Lisbon. So, so we went to Paris, Lisbon. I went to Scotland. Yeah, Scotland. Which I'm gonna count. Yeah, it counts. And then yeah, so. So just November, just getting a quick weekend, and then I've done my four trips in the year. Oh my god, that is really good. That's on my manifestation list. I'm doing four trips as well this year. I don't think I've ever done four trips in a year in my life. Oh wow, well done. But three of them are all going to be crammed into (laughs) the last few months of the year. So yeah, Yeah, but it still counts. It counts. It's good. Yeah. Oh, you're going to see some great reels, guys. Make sure you follow us. Yep, yep. Uh, follow us, follow us. I'm already putting out some amazing content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go have a look. Go check check me out. And as well for my birthday, I've just got... Yeah, I've booked I've booked everything that I want to do, except for one thing. I just need to book one more thing. But, um, like, I've booked to go for like a um a brunch lunch with my mom and my sister the day of my birthday oh um then i've booked to do i want to go to a place for drinks mm-hmm. <laughs> so i've literally just booked this place for two people and we'll see what happens in it <laughs> um and then i've booked for my brunch that i want to do so i managed to book for the time I want to go and everything yeah yeah, yeah be those good. are all the places that I've booked and then I just need to book one more thing yeah that'll be fun I just love yeah. going out for people's birthdays like it's always so much oh, funner than going out just for the sake of going out like when it's someone's birthday yeah, yeah it's just the energy's it's, better it's fun celebrating someone's yeah. birthday and, and it's like the feel, vibes yeah it doesn't feel as bad as well when you're spending lots of money because it's like i'm actually spending yeah, money on something birthday. decent yeah and i'm not just yeah going for a bougie brunch for the sake of it which is fine like it's fine doing that but which I, when I like doing that too yeah same <laughs> same but it does start to add up it starts to be like shit i can't be doing all these brunches yeah like you wake <laughs> up the next day check your bank balance and you're like fuck the rest of the month Fuck, I've got to go easy where did my money go <laughs> literally yeah. rest of the month I have to starve yeah 
Oh, that yeah. sounds good though. Birthday so, plans. I'm in, in the, the UK this year for my birthday, which is very sad. Oh, but yeah. not sad because I'm still I'm still gonna be serving looks. Don't worry guys. Mm. My dress is coming. <laughs> um my shoes are already here. Mm. <laughs> Just need to find some big fuck off gold earrings and yeah. And then I'm I'm done. I'm what done. Kind of I wanna get earrings? my nails done as well. Mm. I just want some massive earrings not like but like that are a abstract shape but massive yeah well look gold. At that brand that i love the uh omilola jewelry i think that's what it's called okay i'm gonna it's search for them now and it's i can send Ooh, you the I link black owned brand. i've got oh, like yes, quite please. a few pieces from them like i think i've got a necklace and about three earrings and that's where i got you know my oh, shell earrings I... yeah yeah like they do really like bold earrings and like nice shapes a lot of them are golden and like twisty shapes and they look it's, it okay, looks expensive yeah. but it's actually really reasonably uh, hold on. i'm seeing some 18 karat gold plated 10 pounds yeah. down from 30 excuse me yeah and it's yeah, great quality like big they're, ones they're really good quality oh yeah they do look i they think i've got a discount good. code okay. as well which i'll share with you <laughs> yes please Yes, please. Yes, please. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Now I know where I'm getting my earrings. <laughs> it's a good brand, guys. Go and check it out. Okay. Yeah, I need to stop scrolling. I will look after <laughs> after we, we after we talk about something for okay. you lot to listen to. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should we um, talk about some news? Yeah. Let's talk about some news. Get it okay. over with. Okay, right. <laughs> like, like I, I thought this week would be quite a quiet one, but it seems that there's actually quite a lot that's happened. Um, <laughs> like, and there's all the conservative leadership um, contest stuff that I just can't be bothered to talk about because it's so fucking depressing. All the low blows, like I can't, I can't even begin. It's kind of like as well, like watching mm. it is like it's like or even following it it's kind of like well what's what's even the point because it's like we don't want them in there at all yeah like it doesn't matter who takes over just it just you know it's the same shit anyway it makes me think that a lot of conservative party members are actually evil the way that like liz and rishi have like completely they've gone to the rightest of right wing that we would have seen in conservative party Mm -hmm. in quite a long time like the things that they're saying around um oh we need to stop putting money towards deprived areas and move out to like countryside areas it's like the fuck and they're saying these things to please the conservative party members but it's like are you guys sick like i i don't understand the logic like when there are poor people how can you be so greedy and so self-centered that you don't care that children are starving like in my brain that just doesn't add up but in some people's brain no that's what they're looking for it's absolutely disgusting because as well as well because you said um putting money towards countryside areas we even know that those countryside areas aren't even the areas where like say they don't even have fucking bus routes going through the areas Mm. or like they actually need like update on travel because they're like people are missing their college um their college Mm. lectures because the bus never comes on time the bus comes every other hour kind of thing it's not like they're not even talking about putting money to those areas they're Mm -hmm. talking about putting money into their stupid little holiday homes like it's just oh 
yeah it's, it's just sickening the whole thing is, is sick it's mad and it's like they it's like what they're saying is there's a choice between one or the other and like the people in the countryside mm. that need the help that they will now get the help because we're going to take funding away from people in inner cities it's from like deprived areas. yeah like excuse <laughs> me do, you, do we not have enough money to spread across rishi your wife is richer than the queen <laughs> allegedly like i'm sorry <laughs> the fuck I, I cannot i cannot deal with all of this like i, I just can't keep up because I mean, i'm just if I'm you bored. guys are going to house some of these people and pay some money for in these deprived areas okay go off but nah mm. like you know put your own money there why yeah. like i don't even no i just don't even want to know i just can't be bothered i yeah i just can't be bothered with these people same at the end of the day it's it's, it's not even lesser of two evils we've just got an evil party in 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 power at the moment and yeah like we can only wait for the next general election apparently so yeah when is that meant to be is that gonna be like in two years yeah like two years i think yeah oh my god it's only been two years honestly (laughs) it's only been two years wow it feels like it's been a lifetime yeah Mm -mm. just need Keir Starmer to grow some balls and like you know Mm. fuck shit up come on speak up but he can't even he can't even (laughs) he can't even stick up for people that are striking (laughs) I mean the guy the guy is also conservative so what can we say (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's a conservative but he's just he's just standing on the other side of the line and yeah. wears a red tie for whatever reason oh anyway I don't want to talk about all of them because yeah. I'm lowering my vibrations um, but anyway this will lower my vibrations even more um, actually no this is quite positive <laughs> I guess um, street harassment and catcalling will lead to charges um, as of this week I believe so Ooh. people responsible for sexual harassment in the street will be charged under a toughening up of guidance to pro- prosecutors new legal guidance published by the Crown Prose- Prosecution Service includes a specific chapter on charges related to public sexual offences it states that um existing public order laws can be used to prosecute even when someone makes an off one-off less serious comment or um cat calls someone so people can be charged That's for good. cat calling which yeah wow i think i think I mean, it's important because i was cat called more definitely. when i was a teenage girl in my school uniform than what this i am as a big thing. woman <laughs> Yeah, this is the thing. And this is what actually needs to be addressed by Mm. catcalling. You actually, like, literally, as soon as I turned 18, I don't think I ever heard anyone catcall me again. Ever. Mm. And this is the thing. I only got that shit from when I was 12 to 16. Yeah. And it wasn't just... Well, again, like you said, in school uniform. Yeah. And it wasn't just boys my age catcalling. It was grown men that were in their 40s. Grown old men. Literally. It was a regular occurrence. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's what needs to be addressed by catcalling. Like, because as a grown woman, you just get people, like, say if someone shouts from their car, Mm -hmm. but usually it's just like you see them looking at you and then they, they beep. And they say hello, kind of thing. Yeah. But then, but usually it's like, oh, hello, you look nice. Can mm. I get your number or something like that? That's not. It's not really a cat call. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Whereas with cat calling, it is actually like a sexual harassment because they. It's been done in a way so 
so girls I'm gonna say girls because at the end of the day that's who's getting catcalled so young girls can feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. you know feel uncomfortable this is the first time anyone has anyone probably has actually given them that that type of attention you know do you know what I mean yeah and it, it definitely feeds into like paedophilia culture because like you see a girl in their school uniform and almost every single girl I know was catcalled in school uniform at some point Mm. so I'm glad that this is happening and I've seen that um you know Anne Widdicombe do you know her she's an MP she's that old woman she was on Big Brother you know the meme where she's trying to straighten her hair have you seen and she always had a handbag (laughs) yeah yeah she's is her name Anne Widdicombe I think it is and she um, she said the other day that um, she was talking about how people that complain about being catcalled are too woke and like you know they love throwing this word woke around like like there's no tomorrow the, where did they learn this word woke they got it where from America it? and they've just started copying they it they got it from Piers Morgan <laughs> <laughs> Piers Morgan brought it, it from, from America to England and now they just don't stop it's every day yeah Piers Morgan woke, 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 brought woke. it brought it over and just used it in the completely wrong context mm. um, big while he wanted because he wanted to scream and shout about Meghan Markle yeah. and now all of them are using it <laughs> <laughs> it's just crazy. It's crazy to say I'm sorry. that if you if girls you, can complain about being catcalled if they want to. Yeah, like, I'm sorry. Like, children are being harassed, Han. Like, why are they? Why are they policing what we should find offensive? Because she's old. If we you want know to be how, offended, we can be. You know how old people? They're like, oh, back in my day, like it was a compliment oh, to be yeah, harassed. Suck it up. <laughs> Literally, yeah, literally. It was a compliment when when they would chase you down the street and try and grab grab you. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> when they chase you into the woods and try and put their hand up your skirt, that was a compliment. Like honestly, if if you want to go sick. back to days like that, you can stick stick to your men that do that no, stuff. You've got but your no memories. one else does. You, you you got your memories, mate. Like you know, yeah. you, you're still back in the good old days in your in your head. So mm. just like let us have a better life, please. Yeah, like, we don't want it. Yeah, and that's that's that. Like I'm I'm glad that we, this... we want to be woke. Yeah, <laughs> stay woke. <laughs> um. But it's yeah, it's good though. We're glad that this is not a crime. Yeah, I'm I'm happy. It's a positive news story, I guess. Um, Definitely. And then something kind of similar. So um, there's this new um, kind of campaign. So at a football match this weekend, it was between Crystal Palace and Arsenal. If anyone is interested, um, a banner went up <laughs> in the sky. You know where you see like planes flying banners. It was like kind of that in the sky mm. that says um, "kick rapists off the football pitch" or "off the pitch," and um, that's good yeah this is basically um in response to oh it says here it's the result of a collaboration between feminist campaign group level up and arsenal fans who were calling for the club to lead the way on tackling gender-based violence by introducing a disciplinary policy for players accused under investigation for sexual violence um so Mm -hmm. the protest follows the news that the Premier League have introduced a new policy for all players to receive mandatory training on sexual consent and people were saying well training isn't enough it needs to go further like they, they need mm-hmm. to be banned if, if people are being investigated for sexual crimes and sexual yeah. assault then they shouldn't be on the pitch playing because it's it's very triggering it's, no it's, they shouldn't they shouldn't be getting paid all that money 
Exactly. And it's, to it's be just, in a position of power where they can carry on doing that. Yeah, it's so wrong. And it, it just shows other men that, oh, you can be accused of sexual violence and still continue just, with your life as normal. Yeah, don't don't you feel like this whole thing... It's a bit like the diversity and inclusion training, isn't it? Yeah, like, literally. <laughs> it's just like something that they've brought up that's so last it's like too little too late yeah like really all of these kind of sexual consent and conduct should have been should be being taught in school that should be part of the sexual education curriculum Mm -hmm. really consent and all of that at the end of the day like for these men giving them training now I'm sorry, don't you think it's a bit too late? Like, yeah. these men need to go to jail now. Like, that's <laughs> the end. Like, just, I, I, I just feel like... Like, yeah. I feel like we have a whole generation of men where they don't understand about consent they don't uh, we're going to even get onto this later mm. they don't they don't even they don't understand about consent they don't understand like how to ask if like women are okay during sex mm-hmm. they don't understand how to actually like they don't understand that women also enjoy pleasure during sex mm. <laughs> um so yeah it's just a bit mad yeah yeah and it just shows when they're allowing players like this on the pitch it just shows that they don't care enough like they don't see it as Mm. a violent act or at least they don't see it as as concerning as what victims of sexual violence see it as like it's it's just it's wrong and um they need to change they need to change the way that they're doing things and yeah I'm glad mm-hmm. that there's a campaign I didn't even realise that if, if yeah. footballers were being um, accused of sexual assault and sexual violence and investigated that they were still allowed to play like when I heard that I was like what the fuck that's so that's messed up that's a bit up. mad yeah but it's this whole idea of I think it's because it's this whole idea of um, innocent until proven guilty and that kind of thing and mm-hmm. And like yeah. this whole idea, you know, like when kind of incel culture wants to wants to um, go on, like women are just lying on men's names, mm. yeah. kind of thing. Even with that, and it's just like, no, what if the if these men, if these men understood about consent from before, like it's too late teaching them now. But um, Mm. obviously it's never too late to learn, but they should be going out and doing that learning regardless. But it shouldn't Mm. be like as a result because you found a rapist on your team. Like, I feel like, I forgot my point. I think I wanted to say like, if men just understood consent before and Mm could like they wouldn't be in a predicament where where anyone can lie on their name mm-hmm. do you know what i mean because yeah. if they understood consent if they understood that they were in a situation consensually and like even even how like you know how when we heard drake he mm-hmm. has women sign a contract yeah. to say that they've consented to sex before he has sex with them even to that extent like drake knows that okay I need to get a contract because of how high up I am and being taken to court mm-hmm. I need to get a contract before anyone goes to have sex before I go to have sex with anyone mm-hmm. I'm not saying like they need to be go, go kind of going to that extent but but to the extent of just being like okay are you to keep checking in and to understand mm-hmm. it needs to be consensual consensual so then nobody can like there's yeah. there's, there's no grey area mm-hmm. you know yeah, I agree. And um, there's a statement by a fan. Um, I think he's a male. Mm-hmm. 
and this is what like allies should be doing so he said as a lifelong Arsenal fan I want to see our club lead the league in fighting sexual violence players who harm women shouldn't wear our shirt and anyone who is violent towards a woman must be held accountable no matter how important they are to the team's success my daughters are becoming Arsenal fans and I want them to be able to proudly wear our shirt that will only be possible Mm. when our team shows it's serious about ending violence against women facts facts literally good 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 for him yeah so yeah i guess that's um also it's a positive news story but it's sad that people are having to campaign to get um accused yeah. rapists off of a football pitch um mm-hmm. but yeah um our next news story i keep seeing loads about it and it's really sad so Brittany griner who is american uh women what the fuck is that? I'm so sorry. Stupid motorbikes. Oh, it's a motorbike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my okay. gosh. Um, American women's basketball star Brittany Griner was convicted of deliberately smuggling drugs into Russia and sentenced to nine years of jail time in a Russian cell. Madness. Um, last Thursday. Um, and then she, uh, in a case that has been ra- that has raised concerns, she's been used as a political pawn in Russian wars against Ukraine which is is so 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 sad like she 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 accidentally this is what she's saying she forgot to take it out of her bag um and it's medicinal as well to some extent I think Mm -hmm. um that she's um I think and she's only carrying hemp oil I think it's hemp oil this is from what I've read before so it's not like she's got a spliff tucked behind her ear and walking into yeah like russia i just think it's nine years is a ridiculously long time and a lot of people i've i've seen have been saying stuff like well when you do the crime you you kind of know what you're signing up for or whatever but it's like excuse me it's like is it a crime that she's done yeah first of all is it a crime second of all we know that russia aren't exactly the most just country in the world like why are we acting mm-hmm. like their legal system is fair and mm-hmm. this sentencing is fair and also when have you ever made a mistake do you know what i mean everyone's made a mistake everyone yeah. has also probably done something illegal drove over the limit or like you know done something that is against the law mm-hmm. so i just think when people are being so judgmental it's like hang on a second but like your friend's out every weekend snorting cocaine like let's let's not <laughs> pretend let's Lol. not pretend that she's she's like Pablo Escobar or something mm. so I was um, listening to Kalechi today and mm. she spoke on this and um, something that she mentioned I think like from the research, research that she did because um, I'm just like saying what, I, saying what she said yeah <laughs> anyway <laughs> disclaimer um, but yeah apparently like even with how much that she had that was like kind of in mm. the cannabis oil like it's like she it was very minimal and it's like even a bit more over that if you caught with a little bit more over that how much she had you it's um in russia it's sentenced for 15 days in jail 15 days yeah so even the fact that she's got nine years like it is all like a political um um, political is all political, and mm. it's just a shame that they decided to to just target her. Um, mm. And apparently, as well, just her being like a queer a queer black woman mm. um, from from the states as well. It's like it's like they 
it's like they've targeted her to discriminate against her and decided, yeah, let's just put her in jail mm. um, because, so like, you know, her being a queer, mas- masculine-presenting um, mm. woman. And um, and something that someone even said, they said about how it's even just such a shame that because even the reasons why she is even playing basketball in Russia is because she can get paid more there than mm. she would in the US. So, no, Joe Biden actually needs to get get up off his ass and actually do something mm-hmm. because it's not fair that she she was just literally unfortunately um just just wrong place wrong time this situation was just mm-hmm. was a shit like yeah. yeah exactly wrong place wrong time it was just unfortunate and um yeah like the poor that poor girl just she should like get her home she shouldn't yeah. be in this predicament. It's just fucking ridiculous as well, like, just locking mm-hmm. people up for the stupidest reasons. Like, she's she's put out her own statement. She said, I never meant to hurt anybody. I never meant to put in jeopardy the Russian population. I never meant to break any laws here. I made an honest mistake, and I hope that in your ruling that it doesn't end my life here. I know everybody keeps talking about political porn and politics, but I hope that this is far, um, far from... Oh, that is... That is far from this courtroom. I want to say again that I had no intent on breaking Russian laws. I had no intent. I, yeah, she didn't conspire or plan to commit any sort of crime. And it's just like, why are we... It's just sad in this world that we just lock people up for nothing. Like, it's for nothing. She's not dangerous. And prisons are just used to just chuck whoever in you want to chuck in for political reasons. Like, it's just so wrong. Because it's literally just like even um, Naz- um, Nazarene. Yeah. Her name was exactly. Naz- Nazarene, right? Yeah. And her being locked up for six years in Iran. Mm. And it's like because the UK didn't want to just pay whatever ransom. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like that woman shouldn't have been locked up and, mi- and missed most of her child's childhood. Yeah. yeah. You know, like just a whole chunk of her life was taken away. And mm-hmm. to the point, like, you know, when. Um, her husband was like, oh, thank you to the British government. And she was like, actually, no, I don't thank you. Good. Which, like, good on her because she should, like, what, she, she, doesn't, she doesn't owe them any thanks. Exactly. They didn't do anything so to try true. and get her out. They left her they there for six years. Life. Yeah. And her husband like, to do, had you know, to do a whole hunger strike to get her out. Like, that was part... Was, was he part of the reason as to why she ended up coming back? I'm sure it must have um, been. Cause who? That, that, Sorry. Her husband did a hunger strike. Do you remember outside of oh. uh, House of Parliament? He was out there for, like, ages. Wow. Like, like earlier well, this year or last year? Probably, but, like, she was in there for far too... Like, mm, it's just disgusting. It's awful. Mm. That what they do to these people, what they, what they do to these people, or for like political, mm-hmm. political gain. It's just disgusting. The, all of these countries are disgusting. It's like what. Oh, I was gonna say it's like what we were saying last week, but it wasn't. We we recorded the filler episode, but mm. <laughs> like um, we were saying in a, in a recent in a filler episode that may come out sometime soon. Um, mm. Just about how like this world is capitalist. It's not just mm. the UK that and all like these big countries that are capitalist. The whole world is capitalist, and it's just disgusting. Just uh, yeah, so sad. But I hope I hope she gets some sort of justice, and I hope she gets compensation. Yeah. I hope she can just have time with her family in peace, like as soon as yeah. possible. She should not have to do nine years. No, she shouldn't be in prison at all. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, next news story. Um, so the civil rights activists who played a key role in the 1963 Bristol boycott, bus boycott protest, um, paved the way for the 1965 UK Race Relations Act has passed away at age 93. Oh. His name is Roy Hackett. What was his name? Roy Hackett. Roy Hackett. Mm-hmm. But he's a legend, guys. Like, this guy's a legend. And it's sad that I didn't know of his name before because it's like, we. I, I like to celebrate people mm. when they're alive and not find out about them when, yeah. when they've died. But, um, yeah, he's a trailblazer. He was one of the people Amazing. involved in the Bristol bus boycott. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I just want to say rest in peace because we've got to yeah. appreciate our legends R. over R. here as well. Definitely. We don't really learn much about our um, civil rights activists. Yeah, which they did that on purpose. They, yeah. weren't even, they weren't even teachers about our own civil rights act- activists in the UK. Mm. Um, they only like they only like to chat chat about Rosa Parks. Yeah, and Martin <laughs> Luther King. <laughs> Martin Luther King because they want to pretend that slavery slavery and segregation only happened in um, in the US yeah and that we were but so yeah. great because we ended slavery <laughs> before Apparently, most countries we ended slavery <laughs> not, not that not that um, the UK colonised the whole world before no. that and you know started slavery <laughs> and not that we we, we only chose to um not be involved in more because we weren't earning the money that we should have been we wanted to be earning like we're acting like we did because it out of the kindness of our hearts. Off the ship. literally like oh, i can't be asked for this place it's, i can't i can't it's disgusting mm-hmm. colonizer lizzie no we don't we don't we don't swear allegiance to you no like, what what was her name sorry the girl the woman this the the senator i don't know but i've seen the video oh yeah, the but, senator. She didn't. She don't. She don't swear allegiance to to Lizzie. She swears. She swears allegiance to the colonizer. Mm. <laughs> to the colonizer, <laughs> Lizzie. <laughs> Hilarious. And they all screamed. They were like, "No, you've got to say Literally. the right thing." But the thing Take is, though, like, is I'm I'm sure Australia is even starting to pull away from the royal family as well, though, isn't it? I'm sure they are. Mm. I don't know. I don't really know much about Australia other than yeah, it's just a scary country. Like I find it such a weird it's country. Terrifying, <laughs> terrifying. Like yeah, but I'm sure that they like kind of like we don't we don't want. I don't know. I don't know. But I swear, if if Australia removed Queen as head of state, that that would be it for this monarchy. That would be it. Do you reckon that's the- Australia? Well, yeah, think of Australia being like, you know, the UK's, you know, best cousin Mm. kind of thing. You know, it it would be like them deciding now we're (laughs) legit. Like once they decide, oh, yeah, we we don't want the Queen as head of state and they're such a powerful country, like because they are quite powerful like other than just kind of like you know just the the islands saying it mm. that that that's su- that would be such a major loss for the crown definitely mm. yeah because it's once once as well a white country a country with majority white people on it says yeah. that they don't want to um, the queen yeah they don't want her then the monarchy like, yeah what else is holding them up like the african countries and Literally. caribbean countries are gonna be like yeah fuck it let's 
pack our bags as well. Yeah, let's get out. Let's get out. Literally. Get out no. right now. It's the end of you and me. That is actually like a good soundtrack for all of the Caribbean countries removing Queen as head of state. Oh yeah, happy um, Jamaican Independence Day over the weekend as well. 60th anniversary. 60th anniversary. No more Queen head of state and you know, Mm. all celebrating even more independence. Amazing. It's nice that these celebrations are becoming more like mainstream as well. Like there's actual events hosted yeah. to celebrate. Like I saw so many people at different events celebrating Jamaican independence. So I was like, this is lovely. That's we so need to cool. be doing stuff like this all year round and for the different Definitely. different celebrations. For the different, yeah. Because it's not Definitely. just like History Month anymore. We're doing stuff all year, guys. Yeah, all year. Independence happens all year round. Mm-hmm. The, the queen could be removed as head of state. <laughs> all year round yeah <laughs> no just in October or February if you're in the in the mm. US yeah so I don't really have much to say about this man either but like if any of you lot's boyfriends or cousins or anything are following this Andrew Tate guy on Instagram or on TikTok please just um, like remove them from your life because this man I keep seeing him everywhere like I was like who is this man for starters because I saw a few guys from my school putting him on their stories and him talking about you know escaping the matrix and like becoming a millionaire like starting from nothing smoking cigars and like Mm. driving fast cars and stuff and then I clicked on his page and he hates women he oh is like an incel leader. The way yeah. that he talks, he calls women bitches and hoes, dumb hoes, all of Mm-mm. this horrible stuff. Mm-mm. He's also been is accused this man, of... Is this man black or white? Um, He's some sort of mix or... Oh. I don't know what he is. He's not white. He's he's some sort of mix. From, but from his name. Huh? So sorry, guys. <laughs> so sorry, I just yawned. Um, from his name, I thought he was white. White, Tate. No, he's maybe he changed his name so he he sounds like he's a rich boy, but he is rich. He's like yeah. multi-millionaire, and he um he he was a kickboxer, and he's from Luton, but he's got an American accent. I don't he's know from what, Luton. Oh, this yeah. guy is British. Yeah, he's British, and he's got over eleven billion watches on his TikTok videos. Um, yeah, but yeah, he's been accused of like um, abusing his ex-girlfriends. He. He's oh been abused, uh, accused of rape as well. And he's said, like, really brutal things about attacking women and telling women to shut up, oh calling God. them bitches. Like, and this is a lot of your boyfriend's idol. Like, this, this guy has so many followers on Instagram. It's ridiculous. Mm-mm. And I just don't... I, I think what happens is that people are mistaken or people see his content on... Because, you know, guys, they love all of this. Oh, like, it's possible for you to become a billionaire. All you've got to do is follow, you know, Steve Steve Jobs's like, um, philosophy and Warren Buffett. Read, mm. read these books. These books on think like, think like this. You know, all of those self-help mm. books that men love to talk about all the time. I think he kind of gives off that vibe and he posts about his bougie lifestyle and then all of a sudden it's like he'll have he'll slip in a few of these like clickbait videos where he's like got snippets of him talking on podcasts saying the most like disgusting things about women and because it's like weaved into his other content people don't really seem to like yeah want to unfollow him yeah so i just think it's crazy like people so many people follow this man and 
like please unfollow him if you're following him <laughs> yeah get ill and it's, it's just disgusting. not good that tiktok and instagram aren't really doing anything to combat it again it's like tiktok so man, seems to really promote incel culture though yeah because they're they're, they getting, they're literally hacking i don't know what's happening but the algorithm is favoring their content because everyone is seeing it yeah. and they've got millions and millions of views and it's like but what they're yeah, saying exactly. is misogynistic it's hateful yeah. and we know that and you know what's a crazy of, yeah carry on carry on carry on well we know that a lot of incel um groups of men are kind of groomed on the internet like the internet yeah. is where it all takes place where they get their ideas yeah. and then people spout their their ideas to everyone else so it's like mm-hmm. you, you lot just don't want to ever protect women like it's just boring yeah and then you get people yeah. like like lgbt people and black people that are just getting banned for the most basic things i i've had yeah. warnings on instagram before when i put things on my story and said um like men are so annoying I've said things about men like oh I hate when men do this like years ago when I used to just post a lot on my story um, and it mm. was like sweeping statements I wasn't saying all men but I'd say men and then they'd say oh if you have one more violation we're going to remove your account it's like hang on I'm, the, the thing is I'm being I'm talking about malviolence and mm. whether whether you're a violent man or not you, you have a role in kind of like dismantling that so I, I, I was never mm-hmm. saying things like that would that kill men yeah like literally i was never saying anything like that but they said oh we, we might ban your account i was like fucking hell like i won't post as much about stuff like this then yeah it's mad because what, mm. what i was gonna say is like what's crazy is that you know like how men there was a time when there were a lot of men who were very jealous of women and of women becoming influencers and how women could just use um, take over like Instagram and just mm. make money through that and all of that. I find it crazy how now with like the rise of TikTok that men, incel men have found a space where they can openly hate on women and mm. make money from it. Cause it's the same with like Kevin Samuels. Like mm-hmm. he all he had to do, like he found a space where he could go on YouTube, make his little videos where he can just talk what he wanted about women. And he even knew what he was doing and he mm. knew he could make money from it. And it's like, this is like the age of the male influencer. Like for men, they can become mm. influencers if they are incels and if they talk about how much they hate hate women um and it's crazy it's madness and it's like they have a responsibility to protect people that are marginalized but they're not like they're allowing Mm. it to continue so it's this culture is just going to continue and continue you see it with the podcast as well like i don't know what spotify is doing to ensure that podcasts aren't put up like when when men are saying some really nasty misogynistic stuff like these platforms it's because the people that are at the top don't give a fuck and they as long as they're bringing in money literally and like with the coded bias documentary we we both talk talk about quite a lot Mm -hmm. the like a lot of the things that are embedded like when it comes to the data and algorithms and stuff like that the people that created Mm -hmm these platforms don't really they're they're, they they're also biased so if they hear certain things they're not going to like it if they hear other things they might overlook it because they don't care it's not Mm -hmm. a priority to them Mm -hmm. and do you think as well just because you brought up coded bias that Mm -hmm. the algorithm on instagram and tiktok favors men hating women because the algorithm was always first kind of um like done on the thoughts of men 
Probably, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Be surprised. I feel like that's quite an interesting that's an interesting like kind of what's the word like hypothesis hypotheses mm. that that'd be why that could be why incel culture is so favored by the yeah. algorithm yeah um because especially like so say like it's like when people have their videos blocked just for having the word black in it mm. yeah you literally. know just stuff like that mm. you know like you even be saying black black boy joy and it's getting blocked <laughs> black girl magic blocked yeah <laughs> it's like wow Let you us really enjoy. hate us yeah we can't Gosh, even the algorithm of that white man really hates us mm. and that white man also hates women so mm. <laughs> that's why the incels are flourishing right now yeah crazy literally. but this man he um he dates teenage girls as well allegedly like 18 Ew, and 19 God. year olds because he he says like, they're easy to mold i didn't even ew I didn't need to even need to hear anything else and then I heard that to dislike yeah. him anymore like and then I heard, what the fuck easy I've to got, mold that's well, disgusting he says, he says um, he can make an imprint on them which is as that's bad that's disgusting mm-hmm. and it, that's it's just dis- weird that's like, disgusting I do find it strange when men in their 30s even men in their late 20s are dating teenagers I just think but why mm-hmm. but why why like, are you not what, dating what someone your age? Why do you... Yeah. It is weird. Why do you need a teenager? Because they're nasty. Mm. But, yeah. I want to move because um, I'm feeling uncomfortable. That's fine. <laughs> Kick back and relax. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So, another news story. So <laughs> this one's quite funny. So Chris Brown is doing meet and greets and they cost a thousand dollars per person. A and a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars. Yeah. To meet Chris Brown. I'm to trying to think Chris if that's Brown. worth it or not. To like, meet Chris Brown. Uh, you just get a picture. Um let's see what it says. You get oh you meet him, hold hands. Oh no, you don't get to hold hands. <laughs> All you do is take a picture with him and then that's it. Imagine so it's if that was one of the requirements. <laughs> Chris Brown is, holds your hand. $1,000. <laughs> and people are criticising because there's like uh, a collage of like black girls who have had pictures with him and they're saying, but he doesn't oh, wow. like you lot. He doesn't want you in the club. Like he's already made it clear. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but he's he happy to take your money. money. Yeah, literally. Yeah, that's okay. So, right. Yeah, people are complaining about it. <laughs> But at the same time, we were talking about earlier, like, should we really complain about what people do with their money? Yeah, exactly. I mean, these women have a have a thousand pounds to spend on Chris Brown. I mean, like, I'd prefer to use my thousand pounds to, you know, use my discount and buy a YSL bag. That's what mm-hmm. I personally would prefer to use my a thousand pound on. Um, you know, the YSL bag will last me longer, you know. Um, some people <laughs> argue that it's an investment you. piece. Yeah. The YSL bag loves me, loves me so much. <laughs> Other people are jealous of the YSL bag too. Other people like might even try and steal the YSL bag. That's why mm. the YSL bag stays stays in it, it stays in its little dust bag, locked up in my mm. closet. You know? Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, like 
I don't know, but some people like to spend their money on experiences. Like personally, mm. I like I like clothes, I like bags, I like things, you know. I like things where I can be like, yes, I yeah. know where my money is gone. Um, but some people want experiences. Some people want a picture holding Chris Brown's hand, you know? Yeah, and that's yeah. good for them. That's how they indulge. Like they may, may not be buying the designer stuff, but mm-hmm. Chris Brown is where they want to spend their money. Yeah. Which is like, Which that's fair. I can't relate to. Like, good for them. I think, to be fair, I can't relate either. When black women are always the target of his like hatred and his, his mean comments, it's like yeah. who am I to tell black women who are fans of him what you can and can't do maybe if it was like mm-hmm. mixed race women or if it was white women I would side eye a little mm-hmm. bit and be like but this man is like he questionable yeah he's questionable and what are you like support black women a little bit mm-hmm. do you know what I mean like you don't need to be yeah. putting money in his pocket but it, with women that are fully black it's like I guess if you want to do that you may look like a fool but <laughs> yeah go ahead. but then again <laughs> Who, who are we to call you a fool like mm-hmm. that's how you want to spend like I mean you have a thousand pounds so yeah I don't yeah me too so here you go yeah you know but it is crazy how people like idolise um, like idolise celebrities that mm-hmm. much um, that you spend yeah, a grand on I don't on think them. I could give anyone a thousand pounds like except my children <laughs> My my figurative children. Mm. I'm, Who would I'm you my mom, give it I guess. to? I'll buy my mum. If you had to, Who anyone give famous it to? or like anyone you admire that is like known, who would you give it to? Um, I think it would have to be like some someone who I can get. Like this, this visit needs to change my life. Mm. I have to be getting something from it. So it would have to be like some kind of networking experience with Michelle Obama. Like just, yeah. just something like that. Like yeah. it has to be something or, you know, who's like very iconic person. Like it has to be like such an iconic person for a thousand pound as well. A thousand yeah. pound, you know, like half price of my YSL bag, which will last me forever. Mm. This experience needs to change my life where I can make lots of money to buy lots of YSL bags. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So... Yeah, it would have to be like that. Some kind of mm. a black woman, a successful, influential black woman where... But then as well, it'd just be like... It would have to be... Yeah, it'd have to be someone of note, like Michelle Obama or something. Because, yeah. like, I can't, I can't even say, like, a, um, a successful, influential black woman because they might be successful and influential because they're stealing my money. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> By putting on yeah. these meet and greets. Like it's not genuine, so, yeah. You know, so, like... I don't want to be funding someone's lifestyle when they're not really giving me anything back. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think you'd have to get something with it. Like, it couldn't just be a meet and greet mm-hmm. for me. It'd have to be, like, sit down, dinner, sit down, lunch or yeah. something. Lecture, business plan, done. Yeah, yeah. Um, the secret to being rich. And also, they give me five grand. Mm-hmm back from my 1000 yeah <laughs> real investment <laughs> exactly return of investment yes or would you not would you not mm, I'm thinking of being tactical here right mm-hmm. who is a celebrity that you have a crush on and you think they would have a crush on you if you sat down and had dinner with them because that would be a real investment like you'd end up in a relationship mm. with someone 
that has a lot of money and then maybe um, they can fund your life <laughs> I don't know because I don't really fancy celebrities like I don't really fancy many mm. celebrities I'm trying to think who can fund my lifestyle they'd have to be really rich mm. I don't know because I feel like people who are like investment bankers could make mm. more than enough money yeah. than just a celebrity so I feel mm. like it would have to be another networking opportunity and just the networking just works so good that I ended up in a relationship yeah <laughs> so maybe like a networking opportunity with like the CEO of these big companies where they're making all of this money and then we just happen and like yeah we just happened to end up in a relationship because I just because I, I dressed the part you know to the networking yeah. event and um like I just stood out with, with my YSL bag, innit? I stood out yeah. with my YSL bag. I was a high-value woman, as Kevin Samuels always says, you know? <laughs> and then they wanted to fund fund my lifestyle. They yeah. get married. Yeah, that would Maybe. be how it would be. Kind of like a I Patricia think... Bright lifestyle. Yeah. 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 That would be nice. You'd have, yeah, you'd have to really plan Candice it. Candice Brathwaite. Oh, her oh. life. I love her life. <laughs> I love her life like as much as I love my life. Like her life is just so beautiful and just mm. yeah, I love it. Actually, that's that's who I to be honest. Okay, anyone who I admire to be, I admire to be like Candice Brathwaite because mm. just everything about her, like the way she's living, is how I aspire to live in the future. Mm. Like, like I was actually did I say to you the other day? Like you know, there's like a Kai Collective dress that I want to get. Like guys. If you don't know, get to know. I I fucking love Kai Collective. Like it's my favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite um, shop to buy from. And basically, there's one dress on Kai Collective that has these cutouts and um, and a braided around the cutouts. And I was just like, one day, these clothes will be my house clothes. You know, mm. and that's how I see Candice. You yeah. know, yeah. She's she's like that. You know, she's got all the all the designer dresses and clothes and like all of these elegant and fantastic clothes and it's just like she just looks like yes and that is how I'd like to dress around my house and my house will be so nice (laughs) that it would only be right to wear those types of dresses Mm. around my house do you know (laughs) she I reckon she is the cool mum like her children their friends Mm -hmm. look at her and think oh my god your mum is so cool (laughs) yes literally yeah or like people look at her and they just don't understand it because they have no class and no mm. style. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I feel like um, I wouldn't pay a grand to see Chris Brown. No way. I wouldn't pay a fiver to see Chris Brown. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I, I feel mean, like... you almost saw Chris Brown at Afro Nation. I did, but there was a reason that my flight was cancelled, probably because of him. Probably <laughs> God did not want me to see Chris because Brown. Because they were like, you don't want to pay a fiver to see Chris Brown, so yeah. let's give you all your money back. <laughs> I just couldn't be around. Like, yeah, people love him, but I just couldn't be around him and like his hardcore fans. I just find everything mm. about it annoying. Um, but... Yeah, I, I don't know who I'd pay a grand for. Like I was saying earlier to you, maybe One Direction, if they got back together, I'd pay a grand mm-hmm. to go and chill with them. But then thinking about it, I think if I was a stalker, I could probably find a way to go and chill with them. Like if I was a stalker, yeah. if I knew their spots, I could just go and chill with them. 
and I can make I can make yeah, it happen. Well, if you were a good stalker, you would know their spots. Yeah, and you wouldn't make it happen. Exactly, exactly. So, because I, I mean, think... most of these, most of these, um, you know, these pop boy bands and stuff, it's usually mm. their stalkers that they end up married to. Because same with um, Justin Bieber. Mm. <laughs> but his girl, his girl, his girlfriend, girlfriend was friend was very rich. <laughs> his girlfriend was rich, but she was also a stalker, though, isn't it? Was she? I, I, she was, I knew she had a crush on him, but yeah, I didn't know but she, she, used she to, stalked him. She used him. to follow into all of his concerts and stuff, innit? And the same with oh. like Zac Efron's. Because we spoke about this before. Mm. That like, realistically, those girls were their stalkers. Yeah, yeah. And like you were Maybe. saying, you were saying the other day about like, kind of like, um, big directioner fans. Yeah, is that what they're called? Mm. Yeah, directioners. Yeah, yeah. That, like how. <laughs> they would be at every single concert and follow yeah, them to at every concert would. like at the end of the day they have to be rich and come from rich families because how else are they going to every concert mm. all up and down the UK and all over the world and whatever True. how are they getting there because they've got mm. they've got rich families but at the end of the day their stalkers become their wives yeah guys it's true maybe we're missing something maybe this is how we're meant to get our men <laughs> stalk them stalk yeah Maybe I yeah. should just rock up at the the love of my life's house. I've got his postcode. Who, who is the I'm love joking, of your life? I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. I don't have a love of my life. Of I'm course. kind of. I'm kind of. Um, oh, this will be part of my injector probably somehow we've in, but I do feel like. Um, like we like we as girls we could do more grand gestures <laughs> oh my god don't Diana stop it when we like someone stop it no I think the grand gestures they come when we're in a relationship mm. they come when we're in a relationship okay. don't don't please don't please don't no <laughs> don't put that on us maybe right right maybe not grand gestures as in like <laughs> like monetary kind of ones but like grand gestures as shit. in I don't know. I haven't watched a rom-com in ages. Go on, what kind of grand gesture? Um, I want to know. But as in like, know. as in making know. moves. Making the moves. And talking. Yeah, like just being flirtier. Well, that's not like a grand gesture. I, I feel like women should do that, yeah. And not being mm-hmm. not being scared to start, the, to start off a chat. That's what I mean. Like more... More, being more forward I feel like being forward works like it actually works it's that manifestation oh does it work Diana <laughs> you've had some practice yeah <laughs> I'm noticing when I'm when I'm putting more effort in I'm getting more back so <laughs> fair enough yeah but anyway um, yeah let's move on I'm done with Chris Brown yeah we're done um, but what else should we talk about? Oh, so <laughs> there's this guy. I need to get it up, actually. Give me mm-hmm. a second. <laughs> I did have it up, but close the tab. Oh. Whoops. Oops. Okay, so... what was that laugh (laughs) I don't know oh now the page isn't fucking hell it's one of them ones with adverts 
Not the advert. Right, so this guy on Instagram, he put up some long posts about his wife and he basically, in the post, he said, his wife is not the most beautiful woman and then he says, neither are you the most intelligent woman. The fuck? But I've chosen never to find perfection in anyone else. Uh? Um, it may not sound like a compliment, but it's a realistic base for love. What? <laughs> and obviously people have seen that and have thought, are you okay? I hope his like, wife divorces him. <laughs> she won't. She's one of the, like, um, Pick who is that guy that, that cheated on his wife? Was it Derek someone? Derek. Oh, and he's like a Kevin Samuels guy. Yeah, one of them ones. His name talks was in his definitely car. Derek. <laughs> Something. Mm. But we, can't, we can't even remember his name. <laughs> yeah. But how would you feel if someone said that about you? Like, they, they were professing Why their do love you hate for me? you, but they said that. <laughs> Why do you hate me? I'm sorry. We got married to you. I am the most beautiful to you I am mm. the most perfect to you I am the most fantastic fucking bitch you've ever had the yeah. grace of actually having in your existence like how dare you mm, what do you period. mean my wife is not yeah. the most beautiful I-, I promise not to find perfection anywhere else I'm sorry I am the perfection yeah why, why not oh she's perfect to me like there was no there was no compliment in this None at all. Just, what do you mean? Like, mm. there was just insults. And I, I really feel for this woman. Yeah. I'm so sorry that you decided to be with a man who clearly hates you. And, yeah, who just thinks... Who just, like, I'm sorry. He hates her. How can you just go... Just everything he said was negative. And he said, but mm-hmm. I promise that regardless of all of those things that I really can't stand... I won't find perfection anywhere else. Like I'm looking, I'm looking at other, I'm looking at other people, but I won't find perfection there because I'm stuck with you. That's mm. basically what he said. <laughs> there is a way of delivering things, and that if if that was supposed to be a loving statement, I'm you, so you've sorry. Got some training to do. I'm so sorry to your wife. That is the bluntest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just so you, sorry to your wife. And beauty is in the eye of the beholder as well. And everyone knows beauty is subjective. You can find beauty in any face or anybody, any type of person. So the fact that this person is not your type at all, obviously, and you don't think they're clever at all, you don't rate their their intelligence. Why are you with them? I'm confused. (laughs) So you don't like, it's not even like you've fallen in love with their personality. Like, yeah, exactly. What do you like? Why are you focusing on all the things you don't like? Just, you know, like, and who asked you to come on here and write this? Like, who asked you? Mm. It's not even a backhanded compliment. It's just no, like no pure insults. This is awful. <laughs> just, oh, yeah. This poor woman. I really feel for her. I, yeah. Yeah, so do I. It just, it's quite shocking. It's very, actually, it's very shocking. Yes. <laughs> to be honest, I, I feel like I don't find it shocking. I think there's a lot of men who hate their wives. And they just feel like really? they're, stu- they're stuck. Oh. But I feel like as well that you've got a lot of men who, you know, when they're dating and all this rubbish out, they're not ready and whatever. Like they let someone mm. go that they really, really were in love with. And then when they realise that loss, the next person they go for, they just settle. And and that's something that mm. men have said before. Like I've heard that before. Like True. That yeah. a lot of men's wives have the one settled. That got away 
for them. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, but you guys didn't have to settle. Like, who told you that you mm-hmm. don't deserve happiness and you can't be with someone that you like? Do you know what I mean? But... Mm-hmm. But then, why is it that just because, just because, especially in this situation, just because this man has settled for his wife, like, why does that mean he can come and start insulting her? I'm sorry, you chose her as your wife, and like, yeah, and what are you? You actually have to are stay you, with are her. Are you the most beautiful man? Are you the most intelligent man? Do you have the most money? Mm. <laughs> because I'm sorry, <laughs> like. Do you have the most money to find perfection in someone else anyway? Probably not. Yeah, because it's literally... If you flip it around and you look at the things that like women are kind of groomed to value in men, it's mm. like... So it's like her literally saying, you don't have the most money and you don't have the biggest penis, but I've chosen to find perfection in just <laughs> you. I'd be like... I've chosen Imagine to find perfection a like in your broke ass. Like, but then a lot of women yeah. do find perfection in broke in broke boys. So, like, what can we do? Mm. Like, oh god. But then they won't say it out loud. They yeah. won't say it out loud. I mean, it's embarrassing. Depends. It depends how. It depends how good the dick is as well, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just. Uh, I just women. Women. Make sure that you that your men don't hate you. Like. If your man hates you, mm. it's okay for you to leave the relationship because you deserve better. You deserve someone who likes you. Yeah. You deserve someone who's not going to point out that they're not attracted to you. On the internet. But, but they won't find perfection somewhere else. Like, not even, not even you are perfect to me. I won't find perfection elsewhere. Yeah. But would you... Oh yeah, just God. say you hate me. Literally. Just say you don't like me. Literally. Um, yeah yeah so, very insulting the next thing I, so this is something that I wanted to talk about because Deanna sent me this today mm-hmm. and I just thought it was very interesting but I'm going to play the clip but our, our fave <laughs> Stephen Bartlett <laughs> our boo is, he's at it again our, fa- our fave square headed light skin guy podcast bro yeah he's at it again <laughs> and today he's talking about men misunderstanding sex which i thought was interesting so i'm going to play you the clip my relationship with sex has evolved a lot yeah. over over time i think it was early in my early years influenced by porn as it is for many people so that's the way i went into the game i just went in trying to be those those male porn stars you know <laughs> and i think this, this is a wider issue in our society specifically i've got to be honest with men what they think sex is in terms of this kind of very aggressive often dominating transactional encounter i'm seeing a lot in my close friends they're often in relationships not all of them where they're having problems with their sexual relationship with their partner mm-hmm. they're basically saying things to me and i'd say this is crazy i'd say 75 to 80 percent of my male friends are saying my partner doesn't want to have sex she doesn't like having sex mm-hmm. and i was there at 1.2 my partner said that to me at 1.2 and i took it on face value i thought <laughs> they don't like sex <laughs> when i came to learn is that wasn't true. Oh, wow. But the, what, what I'd learned to be sex, mm. what I was bringing as sex, this kind of aggressive, you know, whatever, was not the language that they spoke. And I feel like I'm surrounded by men that 
need to start seeing sex as a language mm. because then you can ask yourself well actually she's speaking Spanish mm. and I'm speaking English that's why that's she true. doesn't like English she just doesn't she speaks a different language my relationship with sex she doesn't like 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 um, Spanish it's not that she doesn't like English but the thing with him is it's like he's always dishing us the best CEO <laughs> tips that we need so now now like, like the CEO tips are are we having uh, is your partner having good sex did you ask them <laughs> but like the thing is okay how did this come up on his CEO podcast no his business idea. podcast but I feel like this conversation is actually important still because mm. I do and as well like so I'm going to go back to like kind of Reese Parkinson um also um what's his name jeremiah asiyama on like one extra these are like one extra djs and they've spoken before how like so reese parkinson has spoken about how he abstains from porn and how him and his friends mm-hmm. they all decided to stop watching porn because they feel like it was very deductive to their sex lives they feel like they were getting they mm-hmm. were feeling obsessed with sex um david whiteley um also known as sideman he has also spoken about how he um how like he doesn't like to associate himself with men who are just obsessed with sex and how like there's a lot of men mm. who are just the only thing they think about is sex the only thing they talk about is sex like all the time they were just talking mm-hmm. about yeah all the time and and like just fucking all the time and I feel mm. like it is an epidemic and it is something that has kind of like been spurred on in young boys um like growing up it was all this thing of like and I feel like it's not fair because there's a curiosity there of, of what is sex what mm. do you do and then it's this whole idea of oh shit yeah. you need to be good and you need that kind of reaction from women and stuff like that and I feel like from like porn being a place where most men learn about sex learn how to have sex we've, we've spoken mm. before how like that's quite dangerous um, mm-hmm. and I feel like when he when Stephen Bartlett just said about how um, 70 to 80% of his friends have said that their partners don't want to have sex with them and their partners don't like having sex. Mm. I just find that so funny because it's just like, mm, your partners don't like having sex with you. Like, yeah. like clearly yeah. there is something missing. There is a disconnect. I feel like, okay, cool. His his analogy of speaking the different languages. No, okay, that's a good that's a good analogy for people to to grasp onto. Um, but the thing is, is that I feel like men need to learn a bit more about consent. Like this is um, from like even drawing on from what we spoke about before. Like I think men haven't mm. learned how to actually talk to their partners, talk to women and ask what do they like and ask for consent. Mm. Ask, is this okay? Ask, do you like this? Ask, what, what, what do you want to explore? Um, and I, I also feel like, okay, as well, there might be a lot of women who don't completely know but then that gives that opens room for for you to explore together and yeah you know and i just yeah like i just feel like it's just an interesting conversation that just men just the fact that like <laughs> just him just 
yeah, him talking about this as a, as a CEO, you know, for all, for all our top CEOs out there mm. who are trying to find, you know, <laughs> these reputable women while networking. Like, mm. <laughs> um, I do find it, um, yeah. like, I, I, I get what he's saying because I feel like people you if you watch porn you expect that every woman is going to react a certain way yeah. when you do a certain thing to them whereas it's like me and you probably like completely different things our body work uh, our body's working completely different mm. ways like and that's the same with all of us we're all so different so i definitely think porn makes guys act in a certain way yeah. that they just overplay the character yeah, and just like, chill out. Like, and I, I feel like, <laughs> like... I'm a real human. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> I, I was thinking about how... Um, just <laughs> about as well, just coming on to, like, sex being disconnected. Like, the idea of sex for, like, a lot of men. I'm saying a lot of men, not all... Like, I know it's not all men, Um before mm. people try to come for me but it's just like the disconnect for a lot of men of kind of like sex and the person they're having sex with like I feel like there's a lot mm. of men who actually don't can't compute that there's someone else with feelings on the other side of who mm. they're having sex with it's like and the whole idea how he mentioned about sex like just kind of being transactional and dominating kind of all on the male part it's like okay you see mm. that portrayed in porn but then a lot of men are still trying to portray that in their relationships with women or even like mm-hmm. even when we come to casual relationships like you can have a casual relationship and still have respect for the person that you're having mm. sex with and still have respect for the for the people that you're being intimate with so true and i feel like yeah that is just something that is also missing like people don't i feel like there's this disconnect with sex and people being present in the room mm. um which i think is is such a shame um, but yeah, because it's funny. Like even um, I, I've had I had an experience like the other day where um, mm. so I matched with someone on Hinge and then they openly was just like to me, "Oh, you're looking for a relationship, but um, I'm I'm only here until August. I'm kind of just looking to have some fun, kind of thing." Blah blah blah. And I just said, "Well, okay, my hot girl summer's been delayed anyway, so know what? You're only here to the end of August. Mm. Like, yeah, maybe maybe we can do a thing. Like, yeah. I can." like as long as I go as as long as I know what something is from the get go like yeah Mm. that's fine like that's fine with me anyway so we were talking and he was actually having a proper conversation with me at first blah 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 blah. we were talking and then we talked about sex and whatever and and then it got to oh yeah um, can we meet up blah 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 but I was on my period so then I was like to be honest I'm on my period so I like it's not it's not gonna happen Mm. i'd rather not um and then it Mm. turned into oh you're all talk shout me when your period's finished (laughs) so rude (laughs) which i'm like that's so rude hold on hold on so because i'm on my period you can't talk to me for the next couple of days like you can still Mm. talk to me because i'm still a person and you can still have some respect for me as a person like just because this is going to be casual doesn't mean that you that you don't come with respect um to yeah 
And send your all talk. Yeah. It's like you're a grown woman who like, has just made the decision. I can change my mind if I want about, to. About what you want to do. Literally. Yeah, like that's disgusting. And that is kind of um, challenging. Like you've consent, you've you've basically not consented mm-hmm. to something and now he's trying to challenge it and yeah. push it and put pressure on you. And um, I just wrong. feel like as well, even in that, si- that situation was he... Like him going on like that, obviously it's very off-putting for me. And obviously I don't want to meet meet them now, but it was just like that reaction was just like, okay, so this is all transactional to you. You actually don't see me as a person mm. because the conversation that we were having before about travel and stuff like that clearly was a fake conversation because you you just want mm. one thing. Like it's okay for you to just want one thing, but still I'm still a person <laughs> on the other side mm-hmm. yeah um, literally and it was really funny because I, to- I basically he was like shout me when you finish your period and I was like I won't be messaging you so yeah no like yeah good y- you want to say that I'm all talk fine I'm all talk I'm- I won't be messaging you like mm. this guy a couple of days later why is he text me saying period over question mark how are you that all in one message it's just so fucking rude and it's just like fuck off no don't don't come back to me with yeah. period over look you said I was all talk so I'm all talk leave me alone then you know it's not it's not that deep Ugh. some people just act like humans are disposable yeah. and they don't have feelings they don't have emotions they don't even have logic mm-hmm. because like really any any person that has basically said I don't really want to talk to you or kind of signified they don't want to talk to you anymore they've made a clear decision and Mm -hmm. it's like a controlling thing for you to try and jump back in their lives and try and meet up with them again when they've already made it clear what they want so some people just they just they've got issues I feel like it's it's definitely some sort of control issues you can't get what you want so you're throwing your toys out the pram like you're a grown man I just feel like as well it's this whole idea again with like sex being transactional where it's like for men as in like the idea of like okay for a man a man obviously wants sex but they just have to find Mm. a woman who will agree to do sex with them not that women want to have sex yeah not that women want to have also want to have a good time and want to have fun it's Mm. that oh we just need to find a woman who is going to open her legs and yeah that'll be fine and it's just yeah that part of it is just like hold like yeah that's just very sad yeah I think what what they're also used to as well is um, a lot of men they're used to tricking women into just getting like just having sex quickly Mm -hmm. by you know doing all of the things like saying oh I really like you so all the love bombing so soon so when there are girls say for instance like you who are just like yeah like I'm happy to do this and just being clear about what you want I feel like it throws a lot of the guys off Definitely. guard because they're used to playing the games yeah. and to, to get what they want which yeah is also very wrong and I think it definitely um, it's a weird situation yeah. the dating game at the moment because I feel like it definitely confuses people as well because they're thinking oh you're open about sex you know what you want so that means you must be like me all you want is sex and it's like look I might Mm. just want sex from you however I don't want to have sex with dickheads and I also don't want to like 
just I, I still want to be able to have a conversation I still want to be able to mm-hmm. chill like I'm not just inviting anyone into my space who like I feel mm-hmm. like is going to like mess up the vibes in here like I, I, yeah, I only want people definitely. who are going to be respectful who I feel like I can chill with and who I would want to invite back you, do you know what I mean mm. um because like that's no fun for me um but like one thing as well that i was thinking just about this whole idea of you know like porn um like with men like learning sex from porn i feel like you know with the kind of age of only fans and stuff i feel like mm. that might be able to bring a generation of like of men who actually might have a healthier representation of sex because like OnlyFans has mm. a lot of kind of real people on there um, and depending on the content that you want to engage in, like people might just have a more healthier understanding of how sex works and what it looks like rather than this just like mm. overly glamorized, massive dicks, just doing whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. yeah. And- I feel like as well, um, if you're into like YouTube Mm -hmm. and like documentaries and stuff, there's a lot of documentaries about porn stars and like even on Channel 4, there's like um, documentaries about sex workers and OnlyFans girls. And and even the other day I was watching something, it might have been, oh, it might, oh my gosh, everything's falling down. It might have been Jubilee or something like that on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And they did an interview with sex workers. Okay. And they were just talking about um, like the challenges and how it is to be a sex worker in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And they had different people on there. They had like um, a trans man on there who has a vagina talking about their experiences yeah. and um, other just a, a range of different types of people. And they speak about their life as sex workers and stuff. And it, it brings more like humanity to it because it's like yeah. people can just watch this stuff and just assume that these people don't have lives outside yeah. of it which is crazy because it's just that's just their job that's just who they are for the moment that's not everything about them they've got a lot more to them mm-hmm. um so then i feel like sex workers and porn stars are becoming a lot more um visible to people yeah. so and even on instagram you can have a porn star on your instagram like Literally. you can follow them if you want to because like, I, I follow um, so i think yeah, I follow a yeah. non-binary tran- transgender person. Um, no, a trans non-binary person. Um, mm. Yes, I think, yes. Anyway, um, and um, they just, like, they're a sex worker as well. And they do a lot of, like, they've been, like, a, dominat- a dominatrix for, like, um, 10 plus years and stuff like that. And... Mm. Um, yeah and they do like cam modeling and stuff and i just love watching their videos mm. because they come up and they talk about they talk about like what they do they talk about some of the men that yeah. they get and whatever and then um and then they just talk about like to be honest i like humiliating white men and tell them that they have small <laughs> peepees i i think it's fun <laughs> and it's just like it's so funny watching them just like just talking about their life and um what they do is mm. as a sex worker and stuff. Um, they're called um, Jacks Jacks uh, Jacks Jacks, I think, on okay. um, on Instagram, and they're also on TikTok as mm. well. I'm trying to let me see. Oh, I might follow them. But yeah, like they're so cool. I just in, I just love enjoy. I just enjoy watching them. So I'm trying to find their page, mm. but I can't see to find it. 
It's fine. But we can share it on our story. Yeah, I'll share them on. Yeah, but like, cause I, I'm always watching their videos all the time. Um, mm. But yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like sex workers and porn stars, they have platforms now where they can actually um, connect with people. Yeah, and be human um, on a different level. It's not just yeah. It's not just. Um, these videos that you see without any sort of context like you get to know the person behind them if you actually care about mm. them um so yeah i think i think things are changing i don't know i can't really say that things are getting a lot better but it seems like because of only fans people have a lot more autonomy over what they do yeah. so it seems like things are going in but like, positive direction <laughs> and hopefully that reflects in the way that boys start to treat Girls. Well, I feel like to the point where now they talk about sex on Stephen Bartlett's Jair Over CEO podcast <laughs> <laughs> and not just because Matt Hancock is having affairs. Um, I feel mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's starting to get there. I hope that conversation wasn't with Matt Hancock though. Like, I hope that was not from that interview. <laughs> I don't think I I don't think it was. I don't think it was. But um, oh gosh. <laughs> but literally I just I don't know. I feel like there's men who are starting to understand or like men do have an understanding but then it's like I guess even with that with that person that I had that conversation with where mm. they were just being like, "Oh, is your period over it's kind of like to be honest i'm not in a space where i want to teach them that you were being rude i don't i don't know them like that Mm. and i don't owe i don't owe them anything to be teaching them that you're being Mm -hmm. rude um but i feel like that kind of understanding is starting to get there and Mm. it's just like and to the fact that where stephen bartlett was just like okay yeah um with the analogy of speaking different languages it's like Okay, the analogy, I think it was a good analogy, but also, um, I mean, when you guys, because you guys both do speak the same language, why don't you just open your mouth and ask ask your woman the questions? Um, ask them, why don't mm. they want to have sex with you? Ask them, is there anything different I can be doing? Ask them, oh, should we explore different things? Would you like to get a sex toy? Would you like to mm. try this? And... Um, yeah and ask what what can I do to make you feel comfortable mm. <laughs> you know that that's just the number one thing yeah. like women want to feel comfortable during sex women and that is what will mm-hmm. help women want to have sex with you so like mm. yeah it's just such a sh- it is a shame that there's a lot of women going out that like there's a lot of men who just think that their partners don't want to have sex or they, or they, mm-hmm. they literally have, and they've made the assumption that their partners don't like having sex. Because when Stephen said that, he he made the assumption that, oh, I've I've been there. My partner didn't like having sex. And it's like I I don't think that's the case. Yeah, Maybe it's you. Maybe you're the problem. <laughs> Sometimes it's the fact that they're not providing the woman with what they want. Yeah. Or it's the fact that the woman's got the ick. Like, I'm sorry, but that that is the case a lot of the time as well. But even then, a conversation needs to be had. Like, how can I, Mm -hmm. how can we get rid of this ick? How can, like, what can I do to make you feel comfortable? You know, what what can I do for you to be attracted to me again? Do you know what I mean? Literally. Yeah. Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Yeah. If like that, if the ick is the main reason. Hmm. These damn motorbikes. <laughs> but yeah, 
Yeah. Um, I think that's all I've got to say. Yeah, same. Yeah. Let's should we inject some positive vibes? Mm-hmm. What are you injecting? Yeah. I guess my one is just like it's a bit it's a bit of everything. It's like believe in your source, just be bold, be brave, like talk, don't feel shy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This is just what I'm telling myself recently. It's like, there's no need to really feel shy or be scared that people are judging you or Mm -hmm. um, like hold back. Just like bring your full self to situations and you'll be, I feel like you're rewarded when you bring your full self to like um, the workplace Mm -hmm. or to like family settings and stuff. It makes things so much easier. Um, So yeah, I feel like that's mine at the moment just I like that. keep being brave keep socialising uh, even if you're not a social person sometimes it's nice to push yourself out of your comfort yeah. zone sometimes you have really good times yeah I like that that's good that's good thanks what's yours um, I think mine is um, mine is like how do I want to phrase this how do I want to phrase it Okay, kind of with what I'm, what I'm experiencing at the moment. Just like you know what, keep. Ugh, I feel like I say I say this all the time, but like, keep going. Like, yeah, I've said this I knew before. You'd say that. Like, just keep, keep going, going, keep going. What's coming? What What is for you is coming. <laughs> it's coming to you. And I just mm. feel like sometimes, like you know, times when we put in in so much effort and so much energy into things, and it's you're putting in so much that it's draining you. I just feel like sometimes Mm. we need to just take a step back and just like maybe we just need to put in minimal effort sometimes maybe that's if 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 the effort that you can only give is minimal then like know what put in that effort and if it's yours it will still happen like because Mm. what like whatever you do should will be good enough it will be you know and like let's Mm. not be fretting so much about oh but have I even tried hard enough? No, what? Yes, you have. It's enough. What? What? What mm-hmm. you want to give is enough. Yeah, that's what. That's what my injector is. Mm. I feel like that's a bit different from before. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is different. Yeah. That's good. Both of us are motivated. Right yes. Now. Hello, motivated. It seems. Boop, boop. Um, anyway, thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of Inject It Podcast. You can find us at Inject It underscore pod on Instagram and on Twitter. And yeah, uh, give us a like, give us a rating, give us a five star review on all of them platforms, Apple, Spotify and all of that, YouTube, whatever. And yeah, I am Alexandra. You can find me at ALXNDR underscore NIC on Instagram. And I'm Deanna, and you can find me at D-E-A-N-N-N-A-B underscore on Instagram. Yep, yep. And yeah, thank you guys for listening, and we will catch you next week. Bye, guys.